that's how she get it. Made a couple racks, I never asked how she did it. City girls out of have fun in the city. City girls out of have fun in the city. Welcome to Connect with Christina, episode three of season two. And you know, we have been friends for 20 years. Yes, we and have. And I still have a problem saying her name properly. It's Shiara. Yes. I did it! Yes, you did it! Yes. 20 years later! <laughs> it's such a difficult name. It's just a, Tell it's everyone a, your full name. My name. My full name is Shiara Eli. Shiara Raquel Eli. Yeah. Uh, my parents didn't know that, that name was actually, my name was actually an Italian name. They had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. And a quick funny uh, story of us is we met at an NALP class. Um, you weren't even with Mark Taylor yet. Yeah, yeah no, it was. Mark, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Mark Taylor by then. We, I want to say we were 21. Um, I was probably a little older because I'm a little older. Probably was like 31, 32. Really? Well, you yeah. don't look that. Thank so. you. And then there she was with her MAC makeup yes. replenishing. Mm -hmm. And it was Jody Bart that was who was teaching the class. So, and wow. we've been friends since. So many years ago. Mm -hmm. Where was that? Where did that time go? I don't know. Yeah. So we have a, a, a sensitive subject, but it's definitely a topic that unfortunately everyone goes through at some point of their life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thank you for being here to share your story. Thank you. Um, you had lost your dad when? Um, August 1st, 2020. Um, he was quite, you know, he was staying with me for the last three years of his life. And unfortunately, he was really sick. Um, so what really ended up happening is he ended up with COVID, and that's what ended up taking him down. And I know you were very close. Extremely. Yeah. Yeah, I was the only child, so yeah my dad so it's my daddy's girl yeah and you know again our subject for this episode is grieving your dad mm -hmm. and how to possibly continue his legacy mm -hmm. you know and we'll jump on that a little bit later but you know tell me some of your favorite memories of your dad oh gosh um what i so love my father and i used to do we used to love going downtown um well when they were living in portland oregon uh, we would go downtown to the art district mm -hmm. and go to all the different art galleries. Um, and it was a lot of fun because people didn't know he was an artist. So he could tell, you know, tell me like, like a history teacher, art teacher, what that artist was thinking, the strokes and everything. Uh, so we love doing that. Uh, we also love going to furniture stores, like mm -hmm. um, contemporary furniture stores and just having fun in there. Uh, I pretend like we're shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, that's both, how you stay updated. Yeah, well, because we both love decorating, you know. Right. Uh, we both have that kind of eye. And then we also love going to like uh, boutique style restaurants and hotels. hotels what was his favorite? Oh, gosh. And, oh, you know what his favorite one was actually P.F. Chang's. Really? <laughs> he loved P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. <laughs> um, it was because we used to do our same routine. I used to visit my parents in Portland, Oregon. Uh, they lived there for like 15 years prior to of living here mm -hmm. um, so when they moved there they were only 20 minutes outside the city and so that was so much fun to just hang out downtown and we would you know go to all the different uh, restaurants or different um, galleries and then we would break and then go down to so like his art out. was always a part of your life yes basically. yes since since I was a child okay. um, and he had different stages in his life where he painted mm -hmm. then he would go maybe sometimes 15 years and not paint uh, it would just depending on his, so like in the 90s, 90, 90, 89 to 91, he painted quite a bit. He stopped and then didn't start painting again until he got to Portland. Did he tell you why? J 
just he wasn't feeling it. You was know? it like a painter's block or just painter's block? He wasn't feeling it at the Wait, time. Wait, so how long was the gap? About gosh, from ninety one to yeah, about fifteen years. That's huge. And then he decided to pick up the brush again and start painting again. But what was really neat about this is that he decided he wanted to go get his fine arts degree at sixty six years old. That's um, amazing. Well, because he didn't want to be considered a Sunday painter. He wanted people to take him seriously uh, and he wanted to have his credentials behind him. And what was interesting is when he went to, he went to Portland State University and he was the older guy, I was the older guy in, in the class. <laughs> Isn't there a movie know? about this? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they, all the kids loved him. Um, he didn't, um, he didn't bite his tongue on anything. You know, um, a lot of the teachers were thinking like, and you're in this class because why? You could probably teach this class. But he was just so humble and said, I know I'll learn something from this class. Right. You know, and he did. He learned a lot from the from the kids, you know, the younger kids, uh, the younger generation. And so his next set of paintings that he did, like in, it was back in 2010, uh, 2013, 2011, were some dynamic, amazing pieces, you know, that just... just Do you think that gap, like that 15-year gap, mm -hmm. um, was there a big difference from the style? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. Yes, completely different. I mean, even before he went to school. Yes. Uh, I mean, even when I was younger, you know, his style was completely different than what he, you know. So he's like a raw, was. true artist. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Raw, true artist. Um, he was born with that gift. Uh, what was interesting about him, though, is that's not what he did for a living. Um, that was his, you know, his gift. But what he did for a living was he was a heart engineer. Um, and so, you know, he looked at printed circuit boards and computers and, you know, all, all day. And he loved and, what and he did. And otherwise, make these Exactly, pieces. exactly. <laughs> uh, because to him, uh, I mean, I made him retire at 70 years old because that's when he was starting to get sick. And he would have kept going. Mm -hmm. uh, his brain was still working. He thought he was looking at a brand new and starting a brand new canvas every day. That's why he loved his job so much. Wow. He felt like he was doing art every day. You know, and getting paid <laughs> really nicely, you know. How many pieces was he able to, like, secure before he passed? Um, right now, I'm sitting on 40 pieces. But in the last three years, he probably did about 15 pieces okay. um, out of my apartment. And I want to go into that more because mm -hmm. I've seen them. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. They're breathtaking. They belong in, you know, definitely the best galleries. But I want to help other people out there that just lost their dad. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about like the process of you, you know, dealing with his death. Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was difficult for one, you know, because he had COVID, I, I wasn't even able to be with him at the hospital. Oh my gosh. That was the part that was the devastating part. You know, I had to say my goodbyes to him on FaceTime. You know, that was the part that was, you know, that was, that's the part that I hated. Yeah. You know, and, and the last part, the, the last thing he said to me, because it was when they told me they were going to have to put him on the ventilator, um, I said, let's chime him in because I don't want to make that decision for him. And when he ever so saw my face, his face lit up and I was crying and telling him what, what the situation was. And the last thing he says, don't you worry about me. And with this big smile, I'll be fine. You know, and that was the last time. You know, it was almost like he knew right. that he wasn't going to make it, but he was still trying to keep me upbeat. Right. You know, which oh is just, gosh. you know, it's just amazing, you know. And, and, you know, what was interesting is those last three years, he knew just how sick he was. So that's why he was painting so much. A, because it kept him going um, mentally. 
B, he, his mind was, I want to leave you with a full body of work because I don't know how long I'm going to be around. I know you're going to do something good with it. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. And yeah. you are. And yeah. we're going to definitely talk about that. But, so through that process, did you have to work still and like try to put on a brave face? Well, you know, good thing, you know, I, I work with a, a really good company by the name of the Phoenix Staffing. Um, and they were so supportive. Of, of everything and at the time I was already work, I was working from home anyways mm -hmm. uh, which was a blessing to be able to take care of him those three years right. and able to, able to work you know um, but what really just spearheaded everything and I, I think I guess with because of the grieving I just immediately knew what I needed to do with his artwork um, and what how everything just started the platform what happened is a gentleman that I used to work for for 20 years his name is Dale Phillips um, he had a, a, a gallery, not really a gallery space, he actually had an office space, it was a storefront office space, and mm -hmm. when he found that my father had passed, he met my father a couple of times, and he says, we need to do something with your dad's work. I just got this space, I look at all this empty space, look, can you imagine your father's work in here? Let's do something for him. So we kind of did, some, similar to like a memorial, but really wasn't because my dad would have liked that, right. but we celebrated him and his work. So we literally turned Dale's office into like an actual gallery. And we invited all, all, all of my friends, uh, all of his, I mean, some of his important friends. Mm -hmm. It was the most amazing experience. You gotta appreciate people like that, mm -hmm. that steps up when they don't have to and help you out. It was, it was the most, it was a blessing. He did right. that for me, right. um, you know, and because of him, that's how I was able to get some of the small, some of the things we'll talk about later, but some of the small wins I have, um, have gotten, right. you know, from that. So you're, so basically you turned in, I mean, obviously you were left with all these gifts of his painting. Mm -hmm. So you sort of channeled your energy mm -hmm. towards that. Yeah. But are there any other helpful things that you could share with people that are going through that especially you those know, just, that are really I mean it's, it's always hard to lose a parent mm -hmm. oh gosh no matter what oh my gosh it is you know but especially when you're super close mm -hmm. you know what are some of the helpful things that you could share in dealing with grief you know um staying busy um you know um leaning on your friends um who are you know my friends are my family you know so all my friends just crowded around me and I don't know what I've done without without my friends and, and I think with the grief, that's how I just tore right into the art uh, and just start learning what I could learn as quickly as possible now that I knew that I was handed to do this, um, mm -hmm. I handed this gift. Uh, and I think that's what kept me busy and kept my mind, you know, um, easily just distracted from the grief. Do you, you know? find that like happy memories keep, give you comfort too? Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, um, having memories give me comfort, but then I also have those memories when he was was coming home from dialysis and was extremely sick. And you know that breaks your heart knowing that your parent is that sick. Right. You know. Um, so I think about those things, but I, I try to not think that. I think all the the fun, happy times my dad and I used to have. You know, and how we used to tool around. You know, um, even when he moved here, we would you know before he got too too sick, we would hang out down and. Old Town Scottsdale to all the different <laughs> galleries and, you know, um, all my friends just loved him, you know. He was just a good man. He was a good guy. Um, really upbeat, fun, just energetic man, you know. Yeah. With a lot of, so many different talents he had. I hate to ask you this question. Sure. But do you, is there anything that you wish you could have told him before he left? Or were you oh, able gosh, to really? Oh, yeah. Um, there was a lot of things I wish I would have told him. You know, there was 
you know, I did tell him, yeah, there were a few things I would have liked to have, you know, um, told him how much of a great father he was, you know, what he did for our family, what he did for my mom, you know, because we lost her back in 2013 to multiple sclerosis. And he took care of her to the bitter end, you know. Um, so I would have loved to have thanked him for that. You know, thanked him for everything he did for me, you know, growing up, you know, putting me through college. And I didn't have a, I didn't have any, um, any, um, it, it, I didn't pay, I didn't have to buy, didn't have to pay for anything right. as far as that, that was concerned. You used to, no student loans, everything was, you know, yeah, he, he wanted to make you. Yeah, and he made sure I had everything in life, everything. Right. I never wanted for anything. Um, you know, and, and all he wanted was for me to be happy. Um, he always used to, even towards the end, he was he would always ask me questions. Are you happy? You know, <laughs> you know, how are you doing today? Are you happy? You know, it, well, no, he wasn't that happy. Right. You know, he stuff always kept so upbeat. Well, it's it's so uh, I'm I'm honored to see what you're doing with the art and his yeah. work, and I see how hard you work. You know, to try to do it, um, and. As I told you, myself and all of my friends will be here to back you up. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I guess that part, share that story and your passion in helping all of you know his work to be seen mm -hmm. and all the little projects you've been able to do and all the little oh, yeah. wins. You've had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I didn't realize how many I had until someone said something to me last week. And I didn't think of that because I'm thinking I, I just I just keep moving, I just keep going, and I don't under, I don't realize, you know. Um, so like one of my little wins, small wins, was um, at the one memorial art show that I had for my father, um, Dale Phillips. He happened to know Ernie Garcia, senior, who is the owner of Carvana and Drive Time. Mm -hmm. um, he happened to be at the show, and he purchased. What's the chances of that? Did he put it at Carvana? <laughs> actually, you know where it is. It's actually because uh, he and Dale have become really close and they play tennis together. I guess he just purchased, about a year ago, purchased um, a townhouse downtown Dallas. Mm -hmm. And he transported that painting in his foyer. Oh, wow. And that's what that painting is, which is a great honor. Right. Um, to, you know, to have something like that. Yeah. You know? And you're, you're working with Chrissy Kelly, which is... Kevin's sister. Yes, yes, that's another huge win. Um, basically, what Chrissy is doing is she's um, she's cr uh, created this um, this organization called the Ever Collective, and what she's trying to do is trying to um, put healthcare and art together, um, and go to different um, healthcare and home home healthcare centers and hospitals and put up pop up art. So she's choosing different artists all over the country, uh, and some of the artists who might have been affected by health and you know health you know health reasons or their health has declined, and maybe the art helped them. Just like right. my father, that's what happened to him. His health declined. That's more meaning for sure. It's more meaningful, you know. Mm -hmm. And she's just trying to get more artists out there. She's trying to you know when family when someone is a family member is sick and your families are your family is visiting you at the hospital. You know, you're already feeling pretty down, and to be able to walk to the hospital, you know, maybe they're in surgery and you're nervous, you're worried. You have an art gallery to go to, and that always puts you in a different space, you know. Frame of um, mind. Mm -hmm. Or the person who's sick, you know, and they need to get out of their room, and then someone's walking them around, and gives, that, that might just uplift their spirits by looking at beautiful art. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's been a, it's been a great journey, and I, I'm, I'm super excited for this, uh, for this particular um, 
project. That is true. I mean, think about the hospitals and the white walls. And again, yeah. like it has to be super sanitized. And so I, a pop-up idea would be good because... This will lift your spirits. Right. You know, um, so I, I was so happy and honored that, that I was chosen for that, you know. Uh, chosen to honor my father that way and that 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 type of legacy. What else you had a few yeah. wins? My other win was just humongous. I, I I'm still just dumbfounded by this one. Um, I, the I, I have actually have a four piece installation in the Arizona Cardinal Stadium. Wow, uh, that's over, huge. Yeah, is is good job. Yeah. And I think your dad is smiling. It was just just the thought of that, you know. Uh, and so they chose two abstracts and two social commentary. Um, and it's in the second floor of the Arizona Cardinal Stadium over by where they have all the, um, the sky boxes, the, the um, sky lounge. So it's, it's very, um, everyone can see it. It's uh, very visible, um, high traffic. So I, I'm just extremely happy for that. And it's going to be up there indefinitely. Right. You know. And you were at the whiteout and yes. everyone loved all the paintings. Uh, that, that's what's so neat, for, uh, seeing everyone's reaction to his work. Um, and at the White Eye, it was so neat because people pay, were taking pictures by his work, and it just made me feel so good that people, other people were admiring his work, right. you know. And that's why I wish he could have seen that. You know, I know people say he's seeing, you know, he's watching from above, but I, if he would have physically seen right. what people, you know. I know that pain. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I think he would have maybe, I don't know, worked harder to... I don't know, maybe be on this earth more. I don't know. I just, I, you know, but I'm doing everything I can to live out his legacy. Uh, I just feel he was such a great artist and I want the whole world to see. Yeah. You know. And explain or share the different types of um, frames or, you know. Different types of work. Of work. Yes. So, uh, you know, he made, all of his work was acrylics on canvas, uh, but he was more of an abstractionist. Um, so like this would be more of a typical abstract, you know, abstract for him. Um, this painting itself was very meaningful to me because a few years back he came to visit for Christmas mm -hmm. from Portland and I just moved into an apartment and he decided, he, I said I need a couple of paintings so he busted out two abstracts like, like that within like four days. And so he moves here, so this painting was completely different and he looked at it right after he moved here and he didn't like it anymore, so he took it and, and just and added more, and this is what came out of it. And it says, I love you, I love you, what, I love you, and it was dedicated to me. Too. Me too, I like that, me too. And it was dedicated to me. Oh. And, uh, and so this, this is special. actually the most... Yeah, it's, uh, it's my top seller. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a How big awesome hit. is that? Yeah. How close it is to mm -hmm. you. And so he, like I said, an abstractionist, but then he also was good with... Um, social commentary. Mm -hmm. So he did a lot of serious pieces, but then a lot of African-oriented, African-American, or just ethnic type of pieces, mm -hmm. because he felt like people of color were not represented enough, mm -hmm. and so he wanted to show that, you know, in his work. And we'll link know? up, like, your, yeah. yeah, the website so people can actually, see see. there's just so many beautiful mm -hmm. pieces, for sure. And one thing, when, when it came to people, he would tell a story in their eyes. Their eyes were what what you, what peered, what was so piercing, mm -hmm. um, and it just it was very emotional, you know. Um, and I just love to watch him. That's one thing I, I regret that I didn't get to do. I, I should have recorded him 
painting. Mm-hmm. That's one of my biggest regrets. Well, you know, and I deal with this constantly, as in my, as you know, yeah. you know, with my mom's mm-hmm. passing, I still have yet to grieve her. And a friend told me that a little bit of that is coming out of me every day. That yeah. It's impossible that it's not. And I know yeah. it's not healthy. I'm just not ready. But yeah. I guess maybe this is the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is okay to say to you, but I think that, you know, in those dark moments when you're thinking about those mm-hmm. things, I think we both have to trust that this was our path. Mm-hmm. Like we were purposed to go through this life the way we're doing it right now where, you know, yes, you may have missed out on some things, but I think by design, you were meant to do this. Mm-hmm. You're meant to, to to keep his legacy alive, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense because the last three years were very tough, emotionally, mentally. You know, when you're a caregiver for a parent, that's hard. It's the hardest job anyone, you know, and, and the emotions you see, because you're, you're emotional because you see them deteriorating and right in front of you, it's just, it's just a hard, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so going through that and then now at the light at the end of the tunnel, actually, you know, um, dedicate, dedicating my life to him. Right. My sole purpose in life now is to make sure the world sees what, he's, what he was and who he was yeah. uh, as a man and who he was as an artist. Right. Through his work, too. His work. And I think he's living through you as well. And I, you know, when my mom had passed, you and I, we were in the same industry mm-hmm. uh, at the time. So I was still in property management. Mm-hmm. And we had an event. We went up north, right? Yes. We had a big wine party bus, did a wine, wine tasting. Yeah. And everyone was still eating and having fun. And we got lost because yeah. we stayed at a creek. Yeah. And we so were just crying. Up. Yeah. And you know, I was, I was, because I was still grieving. I mean, my mom's been gone. She's been gone seven years. I was, you know, I still cry for her. You know, right? Because when you were talking about your mom, I started to think about my mom. And now I'm realizing, like, there's no amount of time. It just, Mm -hmm. it feels like it just happened. And I think that I have a lot of healing to do. Mm -hmm. I haven't turned on her phone yet. I haven't turned on her laptop. Mm -hmm. You know, and in fact, the other day I needed. Uh, a laptop that had like a CD, mm-hmm. but I I rather go somewhere mm-hmm. and use it because I'm not ready. Like mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, I'm not ready. But on that subject, though, you know, because our goal again is to help people with grieving, is it's never gonna be easy. No, it, there is no right time. It doesn't matter if you were close or not close, because mm-hmm. those two things have different like. Things you have to deal with. Yes. You know, agreed. but there's always so much that was left unsaid. Agreed. Not just for you, not just for me, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, but I will say that it's not healthy not to grieve. So I, I know that for myself, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying my best to. And you, start it'll happen. It'll happen when it happens. Well, there's you know? no blueprint for this. Mm-hmm. There's no. I mean, sometimes you just be driving, and it just hits you, and. You're like, oh my God, my makeup. Yeah. You know, and there's days you're like, I'm not even going to put makeup on because you know it's the day. Well, you know, like even when my mom passed, my father, you know, they were together for 45 years. He was devastated. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was devastated, you know, and so I had to take the lead, you know, and I didn't grieve for her for another, for a month. Mm -hmm. Because when I went, I was there for two weeks, we had to do what we needed to do. I had to make sure he was okay, do the services, everything. And I didn't grieve until a month later, until her boxes that I had packed for myself 
came to my house. It was the day before her birthday. Well, and I feel, and I can, you know, I can go on and on about this stuff, and mm -hmm. I'm sure throughout the episodes it comes, so I hope we're able to help some people, but it'll be like me working out, and yeah. my trainer will be like, did, did I hurt you? And yeah. he just, no, no, I'm just emotional because mm -hmm. I, I want my mom. Yeah. I want to talk to her, I want to hug her, you know, and yeah. you cannot. But you can't live in that. And my own mm -hmm. kids are like, don't, don't, don't torture yourself. Don't live in the past. Move forward. Mm -hmm. Of course, they love their grandma, mm -hmm. you know. But I think there's some value in that. Just know that that's not what they want for us. Mm -hmm. No. But it's also, it's part of life. No one gets out alive, and we all have to go through this. So that's why your friends and your other families are important, so you can lean on them. Because that's what's happening that's, to me. And to be honest with you, I don't know what I would have done without my friends yeah. that has been there for me. I mean, they, I, I, not one person, I mean, everyone came to my rescue. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it's also the little things. I remember when you and David uh, made a, a photograph of my mom. Yeah. And I didn't expect it. I just showed up to this golf tournament. I think this was that an AMA event or was yeah, it? Yeah, it was an AMA event. Was yeah, it, it was AMA? A, it was an AMA it? event. It was a golf. It was a, a yeah. golf tournament, and it was an after party. You know, yeah. and it was was DJing it. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Well, so I yeah. I walk up there, I see all you know our friends, and I'm just holding. I open it, and I'm like just keeping my tears in, and like I'm trying to hold myself like from. You know, and then in the what you didn't know was in the parking lot, I probably cried for another hour. Because, but it's a little things, yeah. you know. So, and that photo is here, mm -hmm. you know. It's actually got me. Can you grab my mom's photo so I can share it? So, by the fireplace, like in the formal, oh. um, you'll see like a really big, like black and white photo, and it has like mother on yeah. it. Um, you know, and Dave Carkini, like that was just so loving. It was, it friend. was, like, you I know, and he did the same thing for me, which I thought was so amazing. Yeah, yeah it's the little things. The little you things. Know. That, and while know. he's getting that shout out, I've shouted him out before, but we'll shout him out again because he is really one of our good friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get busy, we don't see him, yeah. or I don't, but he's a good guy. Yeah, he's and a good guy. And his wife is a, a good uh, lady good too. But this is what, you know, they surprised me with. Um, and I, for those that didn't know, this was the last day that I saw my mom. Uh, this was on a Friday. I won't talk about this too yeah. much. It's a lot. But this was on a Friday. And then, you know, um, she had passed on Monday. So this was absolutely the last time. And I don't know how he, like, found it. I think he took it upon himself to go through Facebook. Mm -hmm. I think so. So, I mean, just gestures like that, mm -hmm. you know, for people out there, if your friends or family going through that, just remember it's the little things. Like, this yeah. really helped me a lot. So, David and you, thank you for that. My beautiful mom. Um, and I know we're close to our time, but I, I want to tell you that I think... Again, this is all by design because I, even me, like I have pushed myself since I lost my mom yeah. all to try to make her proud. And yeah. I know she'll say to me, make yourself proud. And mm -hmm. I am, but I think her losing her was such a, a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because, some hard lessons there. Too. Well, because to say this, you know, my, the difference, you know, when your parent is sick, at least you're kind of preparing yourself a little bit. Versus, I don't know what's worse, that or them just out of nowhere, they're gone. Right. 
you know yeah. um so either way I or for one. for me really and I, you know you'll find me talking about this another time too because i know it'll help other people is mm -hmm. when you're like fire and ice and you know it's just but then you 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 just don't know when you're gonna never see this person right. again exactly. so for moms and daughters who maybe you know have arguments it's normal right but just remember that the love is real and to just embrace that relationship and don't say mad mm -mm. because it's pointless it is like you the pain that comes with losing it's just so deep and, and life is so short right. pointless. I, don't I don't want anyone to, to go through that because mm -hmm. it's hard you know and i'm trying to get the lessons mm -hmm. and learn the lessons and be a better person and strive to be better for my kids and push myself to i don't think i've worked this hard my whole life since i you know but mm -hmm. it's like i just wanted to make her proud yeah. and you're doing the same thing well so. i stay so busy every i mean when i'm done with my day job that's the, what i do i go right into working on art whether it's learning something new or working on one of my working on a website, working on social media. Yeah. I'm always, always doing something. Too. Always networking. It's like keeps me going. My goal for you, and I know yeah. you shared the same, and I want to capture that on this episode, is that these paintings are not only going to be in those hospitals we talked about, in hotels, but yes. in our space, yes. apartments, yes. Yes. in the leasing offices. So if our friends in the industry, you know, I have a, I have a couple uh owners and regionals just moved back to the the area that would um, be a dream. you know we'll connect you guys but you know you're gonna buy the art anyway exactly <laughs> you know you i i remember putting an apartment model together where it, it cost so much money and, and i would look at the painting and it, and we found out it was like the designer's son yeah so there was not even you know Nice hustle though. Right, exactly. But if you're gonna put paintings, you know, you're leasing your models, mm -hmm. I encourage you to reach out to uh, to this beautiful lady here yes. and put this beautiful art in, in these apartments, you know, and, and share this gift. Yes, I do. I see his abstracts in um, model homes, model apartments, restaurants, uh, hotel lobbies. Yeah, and that's you know, gonna happen. Be, so what is yes. it today? What's the day today? Today is um, January 17th. And it's MLK Day. MLK Day, and guess what? My dad's birthday is on the 19th, is Wednesday. There you go, happy yeah. birthday in heaven, dad. Yeah. So just, we said all this here, we're mm -hmm. gonna revisit this because I promise you it's going to happen. We're going to even call out Jem Ray. He's the owner of uh, Golden Margarita. Oh, nice. And we're yeah. going to ask him and Albert Santana to feature your dad's art. That would be amazing. Wherever possible. And you'll have me and all of my friends. Uh, so keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. So, and thank you for all the support you've given me. Absolutely. You've been a blessing. Thank you for being here at Connect with Christina. A.K.A. The Cloud Guy. There you go. That's how she did it. Made a couple racks, I never asked how she did it. City girls out of have fun in the city. City girls out of have fun in the city.